There's a fascinating Gemara, Masechtas Bava Metzia. The Gemara brings a fundamental dispute among Tanaim. Shnaim Shehoyom Ahalchem Baderech. Two people were lost in a hot desert, and one of them has a bottle of water, but only enough for one person. Should the owner of the water drink it all and survive and let his friend die? Or should he split the water with the other person and both of them will die? What is the moral decision? What is the right thing to do? The Tana ben Petura says, It is preferable that both of them share the water and die. This was the accepted opinion at Shabbat Rabbi Kiva. Until Rabbi Kiva came along and he quoted a Pasuk from this week's Parsha, Don't share the water, Your life takes precedence over the life of others. And the question is, Rabbi Kiva was famous for saying, Loving your friend is the most foundational principle in the Torah. So how does letting your friend die in a desert display the mitzvah of a haftal re'acha kamaycha? So according to Rabbi Kiva, when exactly is the criteria for a haftal re'acha kamaycha? And when does he say, v'chaya chicha imach? In Parshas Emar, we learn about the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem. The Torah says, v'nikdashti betoich b'nei Yisrael. How does one sanctify Hashem's name? Says Rashi, v'nikdashti means to surrender yourself. And Rashi explains, and when you sacrifice yourself, it should be done with the understanding that you might die. For whoever surrenders himself on the condition of a miracle, that Hashem will miraculously save him, will not have a miracle performed for him. For example, Avram Avinu Ba'ur Kasdim, he was ready to sacrifice his life for Kiddush Hashem, and his life was indeed spared. The Bes Yosef, the Mechaber of the Shulchan Aruch, authored the Sefer Magad Meishorim, an account of divine revelations that he received from a Malach. In Parshas Ve'yakal, he shares how he wanted to die al Kiddush Hashem, and the angel promised him that he will indeed die al Kiddush Hashem. However, that promise was never fulfilled. He died the natural death. The Rambam says, the concept of Vachai Bahem, the obligation to preserve one's own life, overrides all of the other mitzvahs in the Torah. On the other hand, we know, Rabbi Kiva and the Asara Ruge Malchus, the famous ten martyrs, were brutally murdered by the Romans, as have countless others al Kiddush Hashem. So there seems to be a paradox as to the interpretation of Nigdashti Betoich Ben Israel. What is the true definition of Kiddush Hashem? Sacrificing one's life or staying alive? When do we say Nigdashti Betoich Ben Israel and when do we say Chayecha Kaidma? And the answer is, when it comes to matters of Kiddush Hashem, that is beyond human comprehension. Sometimes sacrificing one's life is the greatest sanctification of Hashem's name. On other occasions, staying alive is a greater Kiddush Hashem. That is Hashem's decision. Rabbi Yashif said that every generation possesses a mitzvah that is unique for its time. Previous generations were challenged with the mitzvah of dying al Kiddush Hashem. He said the mitzvah of our generation is to live al Kiddush Hashem. And the challenges of living al Kiddush Hashem is a lot greater than dying al Kiddush Hashem. As we know, the challenge of the Akedah was Avram's Nesoyen. Chazal teach us that out of his ten Nesoyenes, this was his greatest challenge. And the question is asked, why wasn't it Yitzchak's Nesoyen as well? After all, he was a 37-year-old mature man, and he was the one that stood to be sacrificed. And the answer is, because it's easier to die al Kiddush Hashem than to live al Kiddush Hashem. For Yitzchak, it was a one-time sacrifice. 
For Avram, it would have been a lifetime of hardship and agony. So our challenge is to live al Kiddush Hashem. Rabbi Avram Ghanachovsky, the Rosh Hashiva of Chibin, said over this amazing story. There was once a man who came to Rabbi Shai of Karistir and he unloaded this peckle. He said, Rabbi, I can't go on anymore. I'm so poor, I can't put bread on the table. My wife is sick. I'm struggling with two of my children. Rebbe, I just want to end my life. And instead of giving him a classic musashmus, are you normal? You want to commit the greatest sin ever? You want to lose your chilek in Olam Haba? Rabbi Shai was very gracious, very compassionate. He tells him, sit down. Let's discuss this very carefully. Tell me, what method did you want to use to commit suicide? You probably wanted to go to the bridge at the end of town and jump off. And he said, yes, Rebbe, it crossed my mind. Rabbi Shai tells him, it's a good idea, but there's a problem. What if you're unsuccessful and you remain alive? It'll be incredibly painful for you to live with all those broken bones. The man listens and he says, yes, Rebbe, you're right. Rabbi Shai continued, maybe you thought of jumping off that tall building down the block. That will definitely result in certain death. He says, yes, Rebbe, that also crossed my mind. Rabbi Shai said, it's a good idea, but it will be very dishonorable for you. Your body will be shattered into thousands of pieces. It's a pastnish for a distinguished person like you. Rabbi Shai suggested a few other methods and always pointed out why it wasn't a good idea. Then he tells the man, I understand that you feel that you must take this step, but it must be done properly. Come back to me in two weeks. Give me some time to think this through so that you can do it in the most honorable way. The man never came back. Over time, he ascended from his darkness and started picking up the pieces. When we experience adversity, when we go through a major crisis, life can seem so overwhelming. It feels like the weight of the world is on our shoulders. But that is the definition of living Al-Kiddush Hashem. But if we have the proper perspective, we have the proper faith that everything is part of Hashem's master plan, we can weather any storm. Reb Shai had a plan. He was teaching us that living Al-Kiddush Hashem is the true definition of an Igdashti B'toich B'nei Israel. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.